Howdy, howdy, and welcome to my bloody Judy with your final forgets, myself, Zachary Patton Garcia. And Ian Carlos Crawford. Today joining us, our opening kill is TV film editor, one of my LA husbands. Mike Patterson. Hey. Hi, Michael. <laughs> Hello. There you, go. there you go. We're here to cover Fright Night, 2011's Fright Night, the remake. I, I most recently saw it. Um, through, through October, I was trying to get uh, blind spots out of the way of just horror franchises I'd never seen. Um, so I saw the original like a few days before I watched this remake for the first time, which was oh. also this year. Um, and I like the remake more controversial yet brave opinion. I don't know. <laughs> I, uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> no, no, no. Here we I, go. I, no, I was going to say that I feel like I like this one more, but I haven't seen the original in like yeah. since I was a kid. Okay. I think like I, don't, I, I just remember feeling whatever about it when I was. A I, kid. I, I I feel the same way. So it, the original was always like included in that list of like free movies on like video on demand, and so I think that's how I saw it. Like that and Christine and things like that were always in that same sort of list. And um, I so I haven't seen it since I was a kid, and I only really remember the end of the original one. I do like the remake of Friday Night. I think it was um kind of starting to cap. It was at that point where we were starting to cap off all of the like slew of 2000s remakes that we had yeah. um and i feel like it was a solid one to go out on you know because it could have been i think i feel like by that time we were also tired of them anyway and i do think that wow. reflected in the box office and and but like i don't think in the rotten tomato score because it was still like 70 something percent um but because yeah, this didn't do that well right it didn't i think it was yeah. it was almost a bomb it was probably a bomb with marketing put into it but is it well and it's I a good one I read that the the writer of the original one said he really hates this version. And it's like, really? Oh, I yeah. really hate the original one. <laughs> yeah, like, <fuck laughs> I, know, you, I read that quote good. too, and I was like, yeah, he sounds pressed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Um, well, we're gonna talk about this one and why we love Colin Farrell as the uh, as Jerry. I'm, uh, one thing I will say about it, it's too long. It's too long of a movie. I think two hours is too much for this movie. There's a lot of start and stop endings, where we get an ending. And then we get another ending, and then we have the real ending, yeah. And then we have some more ending. It's too much. Yeah, I will say the real ending is kind of lame. It's like, oh, they have sex. Yeah. The end. Like I don't know. I was I, like, were you okay. expecting? So I was expecting like, like you know, yeah. to come back or something, right? You know, something get pushed out of like, like uh, out of the windows. Like and that's I don't how think we really ever. I don't. I don't think we ever find out what happened to Dave Franco's friend. Like, I don't think he's in the basement at Wait, the end. Mike, so like, that yeah. bothered me when I saw it the first time, only because I remember when I saw it, he's Dylan from Modern Family, and I think yes. he's cute. Okay. And I remember being like, Wait, where's that cute guy from Modern Family? He's just not in the movie again, which yeah. is so weird. Yeah. <laughs> Blood splattered on his face in that car, and then he's never seen again. He's just I, gone. But I always think of it as like logistics of like, eh, he probably had like a busy Modern Family schedule. So it's probably like, I have a hard out. And they're like, yeah, we don't need you for the end. Who cares? <laughs> it's also funny that you're like focusing on him and not Evil Ed. That the fact that the reverse curse was a thing, but Evil Ed still died. died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the crowning gem of this movie, I would say, we have we have Colin Farrell, obviously, but then we have like right wow. under him, Tony Collette. You know, Tony Collette has to be like right She's, there. I the see my only critique of the movie. I think it would have been better if she had to stay with her son the whole time. Like, they put her ass in the hospital. Me. She Laurie Strode? What the fuck is going on there? Yeah. <laughs> Tony was like, you get two days and you get this really cool <laughs> VFX shot and that's yeah. it. <laughs> Every time I watch this one, I forget that like there's a stacked ending um, and I forget that she goes out like pretty early yeah. and because in my memory, that's like real close to the end, but then it's not. It's like the middle right. of the movie. It's like the you middle, know. yeah. It's such a, it's like a good, you know, climax though. It and is. I almost think it's better than the other stuff we get right after it. So I don't know, man. Um, I mean, I really, I actually really like the nightclub, um, scene. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I think, uh, are we? Should we talk about? Are we talking about this in order? Or are we jumping around? What are oh, we doing? jumping okay. around? Just anything okay. that comes to mind. I actually think. Like that nightclub scene's really effective. Um, I think Anton Yelchin and um, uh, emoji boots, emojin, emojin boots, emojin boots. They do some really great acting in there. Like I remember the first time I watched that scene, and like seeing both of them, I was like, "Wow, this is 
more effective than I was expecting for a 2011 yes. vampire remake movie. I think like when her arm just kind of falls, oh, yeah. like yeah. I'm like, whoa, like I was, yeah. Um, but I, I agree with you mostly though, Zach. It's like once Tony Collette has her swan song, I'm kind of, I'm a little checked out um, just because I love her, right? Okay, wait, but I have a big counterpoint. I fucking love David Tennant. So sure, I think he yeah. is like a like burst of energy. Like I feel like, all right, if we're taking her out and we're putting him in, okay, we do at least have, like I just think he's, and because of especially that was like the peak of his like Doctor Who-ness, right? Right. So hearing him play this like shit-eating character who's like talking about fucking and talking like, oh, fuck you. I don't care. Like, I don't want to be here. Who's just like a complete asshole. Love it. I love it. So like I said, a month ago when I popped this on, I had no idea what I was getting into and that it was even shot in Las Vegas, set in Las Vegas and all that. And I was like, oh, and I immediately like, I hate my hometown um, for what it's worth. <laughs> Um, couldn't wait to get out, but like, I felt really nostalgic watching this movie, um, because it's like, I used to make movies with my friends on camcorders in houses that looked exactly like that and neighborhoods that looked exactly like that. So I felt very like, oh, this is me. And then at one point I also thought like when I was getting into Buffy, I thought vampires did exist and that like there were vampire neighbors of mine. So like, I... <laughs> It felt very pointed when I when I put this on last month. I was like, <laughs> did I somehow go into the future, write this? And the, it was just like, it was, it was, there was too many things that I was like, this is very specifically me. Um, yeah. But I think they nailed it. Uh, uh, interestingly enough, I discovered that uh, the high school interiors, at least, were shot in New Mexico. But those looked a lot like... Um, ugly las vegas high schools um and i've those never houses... heard anybody who comes from las vegas enjoy coming from las vegas <laughs> yeah everybody always shits on las vegas and it cannot be that bad uh <laughs> really well, here's what i'll say what's, and what's, you, what's wrong you, with it what's wrong with it well yeah. it's a transient city right where everybody sleeps during the day because they work all night it's the perfect setting for vampirism <laughs> i was like yes it is i was like they got it <laughs> marty noxon nailed it um yeah uh it really it really is it's just like it's this very small town it's like it's it's as small as any town you would think of there's just this huge tourist industry in the middle of it that is so intent on staying up all night, partying hard, spending all your money, gambling big, losing big. And it's just like, it really just very quickly rips the soul out of you. And then if you live there and work there, like for example, my father was a, um, he was a, a, a crap stealer and he worked the graveyard shift because he hated people, LOL. Um, <laughs> but like, he probably took so many people's money because he had to, that was his job, right? Like, you know, those people that are really like, shouldn't be gambling, but they're betting. Right. Yeah. And he had to take their money. And like, he had to see that every night, maybe even every hour, like who knows at, over like so many years. Right. And so I think that really gets to you. Um, I worked on the strip at a gap, but it was still on the strip. So like, Imagine working at a gap and then all of a sudden people come in with giant yardsticks of margarita <laughs> and you have to tell them to put their cigarette out because at that time <laughs> you could still smoke in at least the, the hallways of the forum shop, right? So like it just really like it eats at you. It eats at you in a way that like it sounds funny. I'm to me. like I have to be honest. It sounds right like a great. <laughs> you're <time>. crazy. <laughs> you're so full of shit, Zach. No, it's not. It sounds phenomenal. Okay, okay. I grew up in well, small towns in the south, Michael. Okay, I didn't. Okay. I, I gotta love the glittering lots of Vegas. All right. I well, if they it. put up more lights in your small town, you <laughs> might. We maybe might, had maybe like you won't one bar much. that had some glittering lights that we would hang out outside and take pictures next to. But that's about it. We didn't have no <laughs> Eiffel Tower. We didn't have a New York. We didn't have all of all of these things that you were so fortunate enough to have. And just threw it all away. You know what? You know when I was surprised to hear that you are from Las Vegas because I always create a story for people when I just be 
meet them, right? I don't need to know where they're from. I already made it. You were from Maine oh, okay. in my head. <laughs> and I'm very surprised to know you're not from Maine. That's, That's specific, and I like it's it. Disappointing, Maine, huh? Yeah, you've disappointed me. Wow. Mm. Well, I'm as sorry. a teenager, I'll, I'll did y'all like go out, out like that, like party, party, or? Um. Well, okay. So straight clubs are another thing in Vegas that, like, okay. when I turned 21. So, like, I moved away when I was 22. Um. So, like, th- and there aren't 18 and over clubs. Not really. What oh. you can do when you're 18, and this is what I did when I was 18. My friends and I. Uh, we bought cigarettes and we would go to all nude strip clubs because all nude strip clubs weren't allowed to serve alcohol. So we, we were allowed in as 18 year olds. And I was already out and gay by all that point. So strip it clubs are my, not allowed my, to serve alcohol. Fully nude. So if they get just topless, they can serve alcohol. And then they're 21. Weird fucking this was like, <laughs> this was, I mean, this was, I'm, this was at least 10 years ago. Right. So I don't it could know be different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we used to just go hang out and smoke and give ones to strippers um, who were fully nude all the time. Like, that's what we did as 18 year olds in Vegas. Um, yeah. What's weird is that's not that different. Like, I always imagine you growing up. I always forget that you lived in Vegas because I always imagine you growing up in suburbs the way I did, where it's like close to a city, but like not the city, um, which I guess isn't that far off. But there. I did grow up in a suburb. It just was, you know. 15 minutes from the Las Vegas strip. Like right. it, it, like I grew up in a neighborhood that looked exactly like this movie. And that's right. why I was like, Holy shit. Did they nail like <laughs> what a suburb in Vegas looks like? Um, do you know, do you know if that was the, those scenes were shot in Vegas or I don't know. I know they for sure shot at the hard rock. Um, I know they did shoot at New Mexico in New Mexico and they did shoot in Nevada. So who, who can say, but I will say like that opening shot where it's an aerial of like, Oh, I, I, I wrote that down in my notes where in the middle of the desert, mm. it's so accurate. When That's I how was it looks growing, really. When I was growing up, I mean, not so much now because there's been so much more development, like way more houses and stuff. But like when I was in maybe like the fifth grade, it would just be like long stretches of desert and then Walmart and then like long stretches of desert and then oh like a like a little like um cul-de-sac yeah so like that too and like that might have been a little too late for 2011 if it's really in Vegas like maybe it's somewhere outside of like Summerlin which is in a developing like like this fictional neighborhood is probably like a development at that point in time in 2011 um if that makes sense um, but I was like, yep, that's what it looks like. <laughs> I loved it I for like, a vampire movie too. Like it was real unique. Cause we usually have, you yes. know, when, when you paint the suburbs or any sort of like horror movie in the suburbs, it's like trees suburbs, you know, it's like, yeah, like New yeah. Jersey or like, you know, New York or something like that. It's always, it's always yeah. that sort of feel or mid the Midwest, but like this was really unique. And then like the desert vampires, those don't go together. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but then it's very the like point that you made that you know it's a nightlife town, so it does go together. Yeah, yeah. and I mean like even when they go into that house, um, and him and Ed are talking, he's like, "It's Vegas. People always like close their windows. They're working on night." Like he, like when he said that, I was like, "Oh shit!" I didn't even mm-hmm. think about that. Yeah, and like that makes sense where you'd be like, "Yeah, but that happens because this is where we live." Like, yeah, yeah. I was like, "Yep, T." Like as soon <laughs> as they said that, I was like, "Yeah, they nailed it." I was like. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, I had tinfoil on my windows too. It just, you know, that's just what we did, okay? <laughs> your your neighbor was also a vampire. We went to school I, at well, night. maybe I'm the vampire. Right. <laughs> Who knows? Colin <laughs> um, Farrell turned me. Um, I really did like this set, though. I thought this set was like really good, or the, the entire setting of the entire thing, right? Um, yeah, was yeah. just really, really cool and really unique. And then, um, I, I don't know, like Colin Farrell as my neighbor. I think I would be into it. Wow. In this movie specifically, he needs like the the real pale. Uh, the ma- real pale makeup. Well, can we talk about the pale makeup though? Mm-hmm. Like in the first scene, we meet him, right? He's wearing that tank top. Yeah. And it's like, great. He looks incredible. But like his face is so pale. But then like his muscles, it's like he's still kind of tan. Like <laughs> it's like, where was where was Jerry? What tanning salon was Jerry going to where he's like, I can't just get it on my down. face? Just neck down. Yeah, just neck down. I mean, thank God for him, but yeah. Let me see what uh, movies and, he was working on at that time, too. And also, the the I mean, the cast in general in this movie is, like, oddly stacked, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess it's stacked with people that, like, maybe were up and coming and weren't, like, 
I don't know, but it still is like they're all pretty famous, right? Yeah. Can I can I say something else that's maybe controversially yet brave? Um, I love Aunt Anton Yelchin, R.I.P. Um, I thought he was like too old for this role, though. Um, so we talked about that. Like the teenagers all look that they all look like twenty five. They all look like at least McLovin looks kind of like okay. He's like he just turned eighteen and he's about to graduate. Like. I don't know See, why I they think, didn't just set I this at even, college. Yeah. Even him, he looks he looks like one of those like twenty year olds that has a baby face, right? Because his body is just like bigger. Like yeah. he doesn't like yeah. he's like too like big. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, they should have just put it in college because that's fine because they all look yeah. like college age. Yeah. Like they don't look like they're thirty, but they do look older than teenagers. I mean, mm-hmm. again, like Anton's hairline just kind of- Don't even, no, R.I.P. I'm sorry, R.I.P. I think he's an incredible actor. He's so good cute. in this movie. I think he's cute. He's very cute. I was just like, they did him dirty by making him a high schooler. But whoever That's styled them, that is exactly what we were wearing in high school at the time. Yes. I was, oh. in, I was, oh. that was my junior year of high school when this movie came out. So, well, that is, okay. that is what I had just graduated from wearing. grad school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike and I were out of grad school. <laughs> I, I graduated from grad school, and I can tell you this he shows up in a, a, a Salt Valley Western. Mike, I made a note of specifically saying, Outfit. yes. I had every single one of those colors, and he showed up, and I was like, Oof. Like immediately, I was like, "Woo!" <laughs> Wait, hold on. I need to read you what my note says because I literally wrote down like, "Oh, salt he has Valley. that salt shirt from Urban Outfitters that we had." <laughs> yeah, he's wearing one of those salt Urban Outfitter button ups that we all had back then. Sure That's literally is. what my notes said. He sure is. <laughs> the reason it's fine is because they all do look the same age. Yeah, uh-huh. like I think they all look like between twenty two and twenty five. So I'm like, all right, whatever. And I feel like most movies, especially back then, were doing that. Where like. I feel like only recently, like I said this with Chucky, like that's the thing I like about Chucky is the kids look like kids. Um, and I, I feel like there's been a few other horror movies, Zach, that we've watched where we're like, oh, the kids actually look like kids. I feel like during this time, though, there was like a transition period, right? Where it was, it was yeah. like 80s and 90s. They definitely look like adults. They were like 30, 32 year olds. Yeah. Fully. OK. Fully in their 30s. Um, You go into like the 2000s. They're, you know, definitely mid 20s. Um, By 2011, though, it was. They should have been a little bit younger because Scream th- Scream 4 came out in 2011 and they looked pretty young, mm-hmm. I thought. And that was kind of the same that was going on in those horror movies. And now they, they look teenagers, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. So I think they looked a little I bit too like old for the time. I feel like Riverdale was kind of the end of that. Yeah, maybe. Because yeah. like Riverdale, they still look like sexy 20-year-old. Like they don't look – that first right. season, KJ Apa is like so yeah. hot. And I'm like, I hate this because I – I'm so attracted to him. Yeah. Oh, what about Dave yeah, Franco? Yeah, just to be like first 15. season. Then he really just dies off, huh? Dave Franco looked baby, though. <laughs> he looked he looked teenage. Uh, can we talk about Dave Franco, too? He's so hot. Sure. I love Dave Franco. He was so goofy I, as a vampire, though. I, I, I giggled I, to I, myself. I kind of wish, instead of getting... I'm just going to refer to him as McLovin. I'm so sorry to that actor. Um, we have to. Uh, like, I, I was like, oh, Ed, coming back, like... He Ed kind of sucked as a character. I thought like he's very like, oh, you owe me. He's very yeah. men's rights, right? Like he <laughs> he calls every woman a skank just because they're female. Like, and but not until he's a vampire, right? No, even before he's turned, he called. He's like, that. well, he's he's kind of like he's like, oh, don't you have some sluts to go fuck? Which is like yeah. a funny line, but it's like. The way he sort of, and then he's also like blackmailing Charlie, like, I'm going to release these videos if you don't come out, come help me, like, maybe kill a vampire. All right, listen, I'm going to defend him, though, because, like, Uh-oh. I I kept feeling like, oh, is he like the closeted gay kid that had a crush on this guy? And like, oh, is this like, <laughs> is this like when I defend Xander by saying he might have been gay? Do you defend yeah. Xander? Oh, my goodness. All this right. was the wrong guest for this one. <laughs> uh, we all have our faults, Zach. <laughs> Yours is to be determined. Uh, which oh, you like the Halloween Xander. franchise? Which, which okay. season, Xander? I know you've already given me shit on the Halloween franchise. Okay, We're, no, we've, already gone, we've already gone. We've already gone tit for tat on this one. <laughs> my my um, two faves can't fight. McLovin, all of those lines, like the sluts line and stuff like that. All of that felt very like McLovin. It felt mm-hmm. like McLovin writing, right? Also, yeah. speaking of Buffy, Marty Noxon wrote this movie. So right. any writing, it came from Marty Noxon here. Um, which which I, I got to say, it's funny because I always describe this movie as, especially at this time, I would always say, and I've said this before, I think my type, like my favorite yeah. kind of horror is like, feels like an episode of Buffy without Buffy. So there's like no one totally. strong enough to actually fight them. And this 100%, right? Like 
Jerry yes. could have been a vampire that like left Sunnydale because he knew the Slayer was there and he moved here. Mm. Right. Yeah. Totally agree. Buffy to fall in for. There's it, also dude. like it'd have been a whole thing. <laughs> Two seasons. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I wanted a sequel, honestly. Um, it's too bad it bombed. Maybe they were gonna. I don't know. They may not have had one. Yeah. Well, I guess there was a sequel. You know what I meant? Like a real, uh, like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that well, direct to video is unreal. <laughs> Sorry to the editor. There's some who people who really like that too. one. They're gonna be. Really um, in the I know comments. they're they're just they're already blowing me up. Um, but no, uh, there were several Buffy references. I think there was also one. There was a reference to the movie when um, McLovin loses his arm. He's like, "You took my arm," and it's very much like Paul Rubens uh, in Buffy. Yeah, it is getting his arm. Well, and off. and David Tennant says like, "I'm not going to join your little Scooby Gang," and I was like, "Yes, okay." But like, my Buffy brain is like, "That's a Buffy reference," but also it is like a Scooby Doo reference. So I don't. I d- we have right. we have taken it from Scooby Doo. It is no longer Scooby Doo. <laughs> yes, it is a also, Buffy thing now. It's it's written by Marty Knox. Yeah. like yeah. of course it's a Buffy reference at that point. Yeah, she's um, not in. The wait, so you were talking about McLovin, which in my notes, so me and my straight best friend, when we lived together, when we were stoned or drunk, I don't know why this became like a thing, but I don't know if you remember, like in the scene in Superbad when he goes into like that bar restaurant and the old crazy old man is like, it's you, McMuffin. That's what like my best friend and I would shout to each other when we were drunk out at bars. So I oh. always think of it as McMuffin instead of McLovin. So that's what he's like, that's what he's written as in my notes. He <laughs> wrote him out as McMuffin too. McMuffin. That is trash. Okay, his uh, one role, and you can't even spell the name correctly, right? This is his. He's got pictures of himself as McLovin all throughout his house. <laughs> but I do like when he's wrestling him towards the end, and he's like, "I don't know about you, but this feels real homo." I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah." Also, I hope you were just like really stoned, and you were like, "I really want a McMuffin," and that's all <laughs> you kept writing. You just like at some point, your notes are just the word McMuffin over and over again in sentence structure. I, I wasn't remember a quote from it though, because I I truly don't remember shit from that movie. Like I could not quote that movie for for my life. Superbad. Yeah, I cannot. Okay, well, and it was so big, right? Like it was yeah, big. I, I, I remember really... watching it over and over again. I think I've only seen it once, honestly. Oh, I've seen it so through. many times. I think, I think like of like straight people comedies. That's like one of my favorite like straight people comedy movies. <laughs> um, but so uh, it, Dave Franco, just to brag a little bit, I met him once because I worked on a pilot that he was producing, and I just went. I was like, like he's how tall he's is he? Because he looks short. You know, he was sitting down when I met him, so I have uh, no idea. So the mystery, lap, it will always know, be a mystery. Just got, got in but was he, he was hot in person? <sighs> yeah. I met him January 2020. And we know what happened. And that ended the world. Another mystery I had. Uh, Lisa Loeb is in this movie? Right. <laughs> Why? <laughs> She's always the big surprise in it, too. And, like, I, I couldn't remember if she was coming back to do anything or dying or... To, no. Right. She's just at the door. Has her She's three Ed's lines. mom. She just... Hi. Yeah, go upstairs. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I I wonder, like, is that her shtick? Because, like, what's the... Which one is it? Is it Hill House or... um? It's Hill House, not the haunting. Hill House that she, her and James Marsters, Spike, are like a uh, like news crew in the beginning, and they're only in the beginning. Oh, oh, House on Haunted Hill. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes. yes. I which I recently rewatched for the first time in a decade. I've not seen yes. that one. Then yes. I have not seen Lisa Loeb in a, a haunting of Hill House. Yeah, it's like a weird opening where they're like getting a tour, but then it actually ends up being a ride, and it like yeah. they think the elevator's crashing, but it's not. And James Marsters is, I think, her cameraman, right, Mike? Yes, and yeah. also they make him do Spike's accent uh, oh. because I, I'm <laughs> fairly certain they're like, nobody's going to know who the fuck you are, dude. If, if that you don't man tell, like, is game to do a Spike accent anytime <laughs> yeah. you ask him to. I so was going to say... British cameraman with Lisa Loeb. <laughs> I watched him do that accent in person without me asking him to do it, so like... <laughs> we love him for it. We love yeah, him we for, love it. for it. Hot um, Top Time Machine 2, she was also in. I'm trying to pick oh. out the bigger ones. We got to go through Lisa Lowe's filmography real quick. She Hell's was in Kitchen. Hot Tub. I, I guess Hot Tub Time Machine 2. Was there a two? I did. There was a two. I don't Adam know if Scott I saw one. John Cusack. I do mm. know that. Okay. Because it was the first time uh, Adam Scott and Craig Robinson 
worked together before they worked on Ghosted, which oh, I edited. Which you, so you worked on that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I know then, what my man's worked on. <laughs> lots of hot guys in this movie. Yes. Lots of hot guys. Yeah. Um, I think um, it's also very scary. I, fa- I, I thought the sequences were all really effective i thought um, they were really thrilling i don't know if i was scared by them but i the, sure. I, I was scared in theory at jerry because he did do everything out in the open so often that yeah yeah that makes him more dangerous and so you're not sure what he's gonna do because he's not like trying to be covert about anything and that's always yeah. really frightening yeah he's like a fearless serial killer like he doesn't give a shit but then he's yeah. sexy so i like want him to come get me you know right oh yeah i was like when 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 the stripper is like, Shh. I was like, I feel that. I feel I get like, it, girl. I would like, want him to bite like, me, just, but I'm real ticklish, and I couldn't do it. I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> I like you being like, hee hee, no, just keep like going. The, just do it somewhere else, I mean. You know, <laughs> somewhere else. <laughs> he just threw my arm. Like. Yeah. Um, I love that Tony Collette was real thirsty after him, too, right? Like, yeah. Teenage uh, Charlie came home, and she's, you know, talking to the neighbor guy. Shirtless, almost shirtless neighbor guy. Almost, almost shirtless. Wasn't that scene like? Wasn't it light out in that scene? It was now that I dusk. Think that? dusk. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. I, that's what. Also, one thing I really liked about this movie is we had a lot of um, the because usually in movies you have you know your daylight and then your nighttime. You don't really have the dusk period. We have a lot of dusk in this movie, and it's yeah. real nice. It's real pretty. Yeah. Is I I was gonna say I do think the movie looks really good. Like yeah. The only times when it bothered me, which I was thinking about it, and then I looked it up, it was shot in, like, to be 3D. And some of the scenes, it was uh, really obvious it was supposed was to be it? 3D. I don't, I didn't know that, but it makes sense. That was the a, motorbike. that was a, right, Mike, wasn't there a lot of shit back then that was Remember like that? that craze? You just brought me back, because I, yeah. I recently <laughs> decided, I was like, oh, should I watch, should I rewatch the Resident Evils I have seen, and then watch the ones I haven't? Because I, I've been on a letterbox list making kick recently um and a lot of them like all the posters are like in 3d and i was like oh god i fucking forgot about that craze yeah yeah this movie isn't like it doesn't uh like isn't as heinous as some of them are from back then there's only like a few shots where it's really obvious like like you mentioned zach the motorcycle or when the hand comes out through the car and we like just the hand and it's like but I think that, that one, I think it was done real well in this then because it, I, because I didn't notice it as like a specific three, like my bloody Valentine 3D is, it's fun stuff. It's good stuff, but it is 3D. Yeah. You're not watching it in 3D. You're not getting the full effect on that one, but I feel like it blends in here. You know, I, yeah. I wouldn't have yes. got the hand thing. Yeah. It was, well, it was like most it was of the motorcycle movies... that made me look it up where I was like, wait a minute. I think this uh, scene was in 3D when I saw it in theaters. Clocked it. That um that whole sequence with the car. Well, yeah. I uh, when it starts in the house, right? Yeah. Like when he I like goes in the, the backyard like yeah. and he's digging it up, and she's like, "The fuck is he doing to my yard?" And like, I'm like, "God bless Tony Collette for just like giving the best like she performance really, they, to." They, they, they could have had her more in this. Like she should oh, have been more yeah. in this, right? She but didn't want to be there. Zach. <laughs> was, he comes home, right? And she's already home, or just. Well, him, he's no, uh, Amy come, he's up, he's already upstairs and she's yeah, like, like hanging garlic and shit. Yeah. 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 And sure. then he's, so, like, over, he's yeah. freaking out and they're like, why are you freaking out? And I love that she immediately, like me and you were talking about this, like immediately, you know, sees the concern on his face and is like, well, even though this guy, you know, I'd like to ride his dick, but I'll call the authorities, you know? I'll, yes. I'll, I'll, I really I'll love my that. Child. Yeah. Yeah. Love that moment. Um, I, I remember seeing this in theater and being, cause you know, like, we were at a moment where like, like you guys were saying, there was a lot of like not so great remakes and it was kind of the tail end of that. I really expected the mom not to do shit and just mm-hmm. be like, oh, this nice man is saying that, honey, like whatever. Or like the girlfriend not to do shit. But I would be like, Charlie, stop it. She's opening the door and he comes right. walking. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of movies, especially back then, were that was the formula. Like mom mm-hmm. didn't listen. The mom was just dumb. And yeah. I liked that like. Even though she doesn't quite understand what he's concerned about, she's like, "All right, fine, go call the authorities then." To the yeah. guy, like, yeah, I like that a lot. I love. I mean, that she's Tony Collette. She's not going to do a normal mom thing. She's Tony <laughs> yeah. Collette. Okay. And I said, "This is Zach." I think she's styled very well. In this she looks like yeah, a, like, she looks great mom. Because I I love that she's the one that saves Charlie by stabbing him. Yes. But then she faints. Tony Collette is not fainting after. It, but it's from the, the car crash. Because he like goes, oh, her head, and she's bleeding. Yeah. 
So stupid. No, Marty knocks. Zach's like, no, that's you drop the Zach ball, has either. notes. Call Marty. Marty. <laughs> Marty not. Why is Tony Collette not in the rest of the movie? Would I have her? Would I? Would I inevitably have her on Slayer Fest '98? You can be with me, and you can exactly. confront her about Get that. Get rid of Dave Franco. Give his his salary to Tony Collette. Absolutely That's, over my dead body. Yes, he, he said it too. We're gonna do that. No. Um, um, we'll retcon we'll the directed DVD sequel. And we'll come back with another. Yeah, one. yeah. Just, <laughs> um, but I will say, like, I thought what was like right. It's like I understand why this movie did poorly because it was like, oh, another fucking remake. Like, I know I didn't go see it in theaters, and like, I didn't even discover it until this year. I read but then watching it. it, I was like wow this is really underrated because like that whole sequence of just the rotating camera as they're driving down that i was so like oh good i was like they really put a lot into this movie and it's a shame that i don't know if many people know about it honestly yeah. like i was i was very thrilled when i watched it the first time i i remember and I don't think I knew when I saw it in theaters that was written by a Buffy writer. I might have known that because I just remember being excited for it because like also it was like vampires and like that was like my thing. Yeah. Um, but it could have been that I knew it was I don't I feel like I learned that later. But I remember like anyone I like asked to see it would be like, Ugh, like basically that be like, it's another remake. Like, I don't want to see another horror remake. Yeah. I'd be like, no, but it looks really good. And then I like would tell everyone you should see it. It's really well, good. And they'd be like, Ugh. it was vampires, too. And we also have to remember Twilight. They Twilight, make it Twilight Vampire joke, Diaries, all of it. Like it was Vampire Mania at the time. Okay. Yeah. Nobody was going to see Colin Farrell make a vampire movie. They just were not going to do it. Uh, well, nobody not. did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, did. they didn't. They were um, stupid and wrong. Here but we, we apologize, Colin. Make another one. <laughs> we should <laughs> over his fucking dead body. Man. Yeah. Never, never, never again. Um, he should have. Have you guys seen the? Uh, I told you Ian to watch it. Um, Run, sweetheart, run on. Yes, I watched it. What is that on? Is that on Hulu or Amazon? Amazon. Prime. It's on Amazon. Yeah, it's on Amazon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wasn't a big fan of the main guy, but Colin Farrell could have like very easily fit into that role. That was like the exact same role for me. I was what I was thinking. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I watched them kind of maybe like a week removed from each other, and I felt they were there were a lot of similarities between both. Yeah, a but I was also haired vampire just works. It is just the classic Dracula look, and yeah, I, it will work every time. Yeah, most times. Yeah. And um, I, I just love how like he's he just he moves fast. He has like like when he's asking Charlie for beer, yes, it's like it's so good. It, it like it works so well. It's so tense because like Charlie maybe doesn't believe yet, but he's like he's testing the water a little bit and he's just watching and uh, mm -hmm. it's really well directed. It's really well acted. Like I can't speak highly enough about this movie. You guys and there's, really like, a, there's like it. this real good mix of whenever he's doing anything of sex and, and the hunt yeah, that he does really well together. Yes. And it's like every single yeah. time he's on camera, you know, when he's, uh -huh. um, when, when we've got McLovin in the pool and he's like approaching him, in that pool yeah you know yeah flutters. <laughs> i would have been like you know what <laughs> take me just not right here you know just, just not there yeah he dropped that cross real quick <laughs> yeah zach's like oh yeah. no bite my butt instead <laughs> wherever you want baby wherever you want um and like i the th a thing that i like was going back and forth with but i think i like i think i've landed on that i like it we do just abruptly get right into it like yeah, McLovin's like he's got to be a vampire. That's like Twenty Charlie's minutes like, into it, right? And they position McLovin to be like a, like the guy who knows all the stuff, you know? Yeah. And like he's like onto it immediately. He's telling Charlie, and Charlie's like, "You watched too? You read too many Twilight books?" And I do love that he's like, "And I'm really mad that you think I would read Twilight." But yeah. like, they they just like have it out there, and there's never like a moment where you're like, well, maybe they're wrong because then he fucking murders him right after that, right? Like he like yeah. turns him into a vampire after that scene. So there's no like, well, he might not be a vampire. It's no, he's a fucking vampire. And I don't yeah. remember if the original like goes into it that fast. Yeah, well, I don't remember but either. If not, I don't think it does. If yeah. not, it works really well here because like we know this is a remake. We know what this is. We know this is a vampire. We know, you know, we, you know, we know all the things already. Yeah. So you have to go into it and you have to just like give us a good movie. That people won't mm -hmm. show up to see, you know? Yeah, and if also, you're remaking I mean, a vampire movie, like, you don't need to pretend there's not vampires. Right. 
and there's also something you said about like an audience now is trained to like oh that's the vampire movie that they've been advertising yeah like if you get in there and it takes like 45 minutes before it's like aha colin farrell's a vampire it's like shut we know like, i, I actively him. hate when new movies like yeah if we know in the if we know from the trailer that this person's yes. yeah x then don't make it a mystery that that person's x because like we already know right yep did yep. we watch the trailer for the invitation before we went and saw it because i don't remember because i remember being surprised when he was the vampire Oh, I knew he was a vampire. Oh, I did. Spoiler, I didn't know he was a vampire. You don't know who the hell we're talking about. There could be many he's, okay? <laughs> well, you're talking about somebody in The Invitation, all right? Mm-hmm. It's a vampire movie. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I, didn't, I haven't paid attention to it. I, there are also, I also three movies called The Invitation, so you might be mixing it up. There's there's no, I think there's also a play in L.A. right now called The Invitation, so maybe I'm also... Mm-hmm. Anyway. It, all, it reminded me of the um, Southern Book Club as well, though. Yeah, well, that, Southern Book Club like is Fright Night retold from the mom's point of view. Like that's a hundred percent what that book is. Did he ever like, say when it, it? I mean, but we it's so it has to. We, be. we should have asked him. But that's like what my blurb at Barnes when I worked at Barnes and Noble when I worked there two weeks ago. Uh, that's what my blurb was for that book. It's Fright Night told from the mom's perspective. Okay, hmm. makes a lot okay. of sense. I get it. Um, because yeah, I feel like that has to have been like at least the inspiration. Um, can we also talk about like how kind of progressive it was that like he called the cops and then he's like, oh yeah, I made her scream. Like, and like, he just learns that like the cops don't do anything. Like I loved, I was like 2011, baby. (laughs) Like, yeah. (laughs) You know, wait. So I wrote in my notes, I was like, tell this story when you talk about this scene. So Jason Sullivan, who co-hosts the angel stuff with me and Zach, uh, for Slayer Fest, who was my roommate for five years, me, him, and our other roommate, Kevin, who was my roommate for six years in New York, drove across country to LA to move Jason and his now wife to LA. Okay. It was an experience that was like really fun and really great. I would never need to do it again, but it was like, I'm glad I've driven across the country once. We, it was when weed was only legal in Colorado. We bought a shit ton of drugs, put them just, we literally were like, well, don't put them in the front cab, put them in the back. Just opened the the thing, put them down in their bag, closed it. When you enter California, your truck gets inspected. And specifically so, you're not bringing drugs in. Yes, we did not know this because we had never driven across country before. Everywhere from wherever you come in? There's a I mean, border. I've never, they must have just been profiling you, honestly. No, there's like a, it was like a toll booth and you stop at it to get your truck. I guess it depends on what highway you're coming from. Mm, Not from Vegas, but anyway, go on, continue. We were coming from Arizona. Um, Because we had made a little detour. That's where Jason's brother lived at the time. And we were like, oh, my God, we have drugs in the car. What are we going to (laughs) do? And Jason, me and Kevin are freaking out because we're like the babies. And Jason, who is always like the older brother with us, he was like, both of you shut up. I got this. Don't say anything. So we literally just sat there like this. This fucking old man comes up and he's like, I got us. You got to open the back of that car. Jason immediately shoots the shit with him. And he's like, you know, women, my wife, my girlfriend packs so much stuff. He totally distracts the man. So he doesn't I even look hear in. Himself right? It Can't too. you? I can't. Like, doing a he, little bit. Mm-hmm. He opens the thing. <laughs> the man doesn't once look in it because Jason's just doing that and talking to him. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, my wife. And he's like, oh, yeah, my girlfriend. <laughs> that bitch. He signs off yeah. on it. He's those like, skanks. Those skanks. Like, the skank sitting right here next to me. Yeah. You young men have fun. And me and Kevin are just like, what Oh, no. Fuck? I'm checking the car. I look at you. You look like you smoke weed. I'm going to check the car. You look like a weed head tramp. Okay. We had edibles. We had the weed. We had, uh, I had bought like weed, weed iced tramp. tea. Like, oh, wow. We had so much in that truck and the man didn't look. And the bag was just, if he just looked, turned his head, he would have seen the bag mm. of drugs. Right. But because Jason did his Jason thing, it was fine. The guy didn't look and he was just like, have so much fun. And we're like five minutes down the road. Kevin rolls down the window and screams, we have drugs in the car. (laughs) 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 And then he got pulled over and that's where they got arrested. Yeah, And then you were all arrested. I love that story. So that's what that reminded me of. Because like, that's basically what Jerry does. He's just like, oh, (laughs) and they like shoot the shit and then they leave. Yeah. Uh, So, well, I was also reading, I guess there was a scene that was filmed, but then cut where jerry hypnotizes some guys in the nightclub scene oh, yeah yeah in the t-shirt throwing part so like 
I guess you could assume they don't really touch on uh, hypnosis being part of this world. Yeah. Um, but maybe he hypnotized the cops. We can give them the benefit of the doubt. But but I do like I I just I always think that's good in horror to like you gotta like at least show like oh that didn't work right because otherwise yeah. it's like when she's like we should call the police I get why she would think that but he's yes. like I already did that didn't work like yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um I will say so like speaking on the original and like David Tennant David Tennant's character in this movie like. I, I think it's fun that he's like the Chris Angel, right? Like the like strip. Yes. Like it's a fun way to like get us into the 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 Fright Night IP, right? But I do like, I did miss, what I like so much about the, the original Fright Night is the midnight movie host, the Elvira-esque, like being sort of like that. Right over my head. I don't even remember that. Really? Oh, mm-hmm. that's like the whole like... No that he has fright night like friday nights or whatever on mm-hmm. on late night tv wait uh, what do you mean elvira though well elvira used to like also do like a midnight movie oh you're just saying TV. that he was kind of <gasps> oh doing, it's oh, coming yeah, okay. back a little bit yes yeah okay. I, so, I thought you meant there was an elvira character i was like no no looking no, no, like no, elvira? no right right no 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 but so it's like it's it's <laughs> like, like what all right is fright night? <laughs> what is a fright night I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Maybe but we should have watched like, that it's movie a, before we did this. <laughs> it, it's a fun way to like get the IP right, but I'm like, oh, that's a little bit of a stretch. But David Tennant is very good. and yeah. He's so um, good. He looks great once he takes off all that shit, too. I was like, okay, now we can work. It's with- funny, and it does work as Chris Angel, even though it's like a little dated for Chris Angel, because I don't believe Chris Angel was in like heavy in the zeitgeist at this time. It was like- Not in the zeitgeist, but in Vegas, yes. He still has a show. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He is Vegas, like, right. So like- you, okay. You're still right. now, yes. Oh yeah, but you're, we you're like you're Hollywood, right. He was, he was there. <laughs> well, he's on the like, elevator still. It's also <laughs> like this was kind of like I think piece of me was piece of me was a few years after this. So Vegas at this time was still very your has like been if you and go. Stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. Vegas but it's was like still, it, yeah. It was just like it was like um, uh, Siegfried and Roy and. Um, who are those brother and sister duo? Why am I forgetting? Donnie and Marie. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So like those were the shows that were on Vegas and if mostly Cirque shows, right? But then mm-hmm. like Chris Angel was a big deal. So it's like, while you're correct, Zach, and like that's dated to everybody else, like on Vegas. But to you like, and to <laughs> Vegas. But no, no, no. Hold on, 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 hold on. No, 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 no. I wasn't going to watch Chris Angel, but tourists were going to it watch It sounds Chris like Angel. you were. It was <laughs> not. Do you know who I Angel. was watching on the Las Vegas Strip? I was watching Nomi Malone, <laughs> goddess, okay? She left, okay? You did you wear that movie. shirt on purpose? I did wear the shirt on purpose. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's Fright Night 2011 and it's Showgirls. Those are the two authentic Las Vegas movies. I will stand by that. As a well, I'm still a little bit traumatized from that movie. I don't, I don't know if I can. I love that I got it. Zach to watch that movie uh, for the first oh, time. <laughs> that's a little oh. crazy, a little wild. Zach, did have you watched the uh, the commentary, the 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 commentary that's done by a writer that had nothing to do with the movie? I have not. I, I haven't. I, I, yeah, highly I'm... recommend. There are three versions of Showgirls. There's the theatrical release. There's the VH1 release, and then there's that commentary release. Hmm. They're all different movies. I don't know if I need to see any. You do. No, you do. I've seen the VH1 cut with the weird, like, digital bras. They put digital bras on them. Digital bras, but like, they're not. They're not well animated. They're just black for sheep. (laughs) Yeah, and it's just like they're also like, uh, put like a satin gradient on them so it kind of looks like light is hitting them, and it doesn't. Perfect, (laughs) perfect film. Anyway, I digress. Back to Fright Night. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I didn't realize that in Vegas, like basically at the bottom of every hotel is like a, a full mall. Like every hotel has their own like yeah. full mall. It would oh, be really? really cool to see like a sequence through that or something, you know, some sort yeah. of like chase throughout one of those. Um, but I did really like, I liked the whole Chris Angel vibe that this guy had going on. And then I liked his, would you call it a penthouse or just an apartment? I don't know. I think it's a penthouse, like, right? It's penthouse. Yeah, that's a penthouse. He he clearly lives at the, the Hard Rock. Yeah. Um, I yeah. really like all of that. And I love that that comes in later, his whole like museum comes in later mm-hmm. in in that battle i thought that was really clever really creative like yes that they can just use the various objects that they have in these cases and i i like that again we got 
Amy, even though, because it is stupid that twice Charlie's like, just go. It's like, it's better if there's two of you to fight this guy. But she runs away, but she still encounters Jerry. And I like that she wasn't useless, right? Like she does get away from him. Like, I love that she shoots him and he's like werewolf. And then she picks up the fucking holy water and is like, yeah, vampire. And like, that's how she gets away. Um, And then saves Charlie, right? Like she uses the mace. Yeah. It just, I think you're so right, Zach. It just like, that's a very good way to like, look, he has all this shit. You think it will be useless. And then it comes in like in an action scene. Yeah. I, um, how, how did, how did you guys feel about the connection between Jerry and, uh, Peter that's revealed towards the end that I had completely forgotten about it till this view. Yeah, me too. Like, oh, well, I, I forgot about it the first time I watched it and I was like, oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, and I was like, like that seems unnecessary. Yeah. That? It's yeah. almost blink yeah. and you miss it. Like you, you really, you, you look at your phone one time and you're not paying attention and it, it'll go right over you. Guilty. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was, and I was like, that's unnecessary. I was like, I don't need them to like, does that give me more motivation for him to like kill Jerry? No. Like, right. it's like he's fighting for his life and it's like, I don't know. That felt like a weird, like studio note to me. Yeah, maybe mm. Marty was like, because mm. that's like a twist in any of the. That's like not not an original twist from the original movie, is it? Is I it? I don't, I don't, I don't recall. <laughs> There's gonna be so many comments being like, "Fucking watch is. it." We're gonna get lectured <laughs> no, 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 no. on the fucking. Well, it was in the original. Like, all right, Sorry shut about up. it. I'm a child. Why don't you watch the original? So then? <laughs> it, it does feel a little cheesy when he's like, "Welcome to Fright Night," but I kind of like it. I don't know. Yeah. I like whatever Colin's doing in this movie. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, I'm like, there's not kay. much, there's not much he can do that would, although he looked a, he looked a little pansy when he got staked and he's like crawling across the road. Just like, I was about to being, say, you being homophobic. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I like that. It was like, he's all cool and collected until he does get like attacked. And then he's like a feral animal. Who's just like, yeah. like, I like that. You Zach, like I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to say he looked a little pansy when he was watching Real Housewives of New Jersey. Um, that, um, no, no, that's fine. Okay. All right. Yeah. Great. I did like cool. that when he's watching it, he like laughs. He's like, yes, like, yeah. <laughs> he's loving it. <laughs> I also really like, I got distracted because I watch, I watch all the franchises because I'm trash. And like, she's like, it's Teresa just like, no, I want my boobs to look like normal. You know, like, I don't want them too big. And it's just like playing underneath as they're like, the strippers like bleeding and like Charlie's getting her out. It's and... good stuff, man. That it's whole great. sequence I loved is it. pro- it's probably my favorite of the movie. I think it is so good. <laughs> and the fact that he's like walking around the house eating this green fucking apple also yes. is yep. just So the trivia says that like that's from the first movie because right. they decided he would have the DNA of a fruit bat. Stop bringing yeah. up the first movie because we look real bad. Okay, <laughs> we look terrible. <laughs> I made a note. I made a note of him eating the apple because, like, I just, uh, I just, I, I just worked on what we do in the shadows. I'm not bragging. I'm just bringing it up for a reason. Mm. Um, and they're so very much like they can't eat real yeah. food and all that, and then like they can't say like certain words, and then like sometimes the actors slip up and like Nadia will say like, "Oh God," but then like they'll yell cut and she's like oh shit i'm not allowed to say that because like it burn her tongue you know and like because that's like uh, a thing in the show yeah. yeah and so like that was that was where my brain went when he picked up that apple i was like no don't you can't do that like but i guess they can but she i actually want you to know i did think of what we do in the shadows because i just thought well remake all these vampire movies maybe what we do in the shadows should have a season where like every two episodes is them redoing some silly vampire movie and like make <laughs> them all the jerry in the movie but they're all terrible at it <laughs> i think you've just written an episode get it get it get it get it sent to hulu <laughs> i'll give you the i'll give you the contact info all right cool i'll pitch <laughs> that um but no i did really like that scene and the thing i another thing i liked is again like the women weren't stupid and the go-go dancer yes. She protects him. She doesn't give him up, right? Yeah. Like she does this as he's biting her because she knows uh, that she was so tragic. I liked her a lot. She yeah, had a real and because like she knew Jerry would just kill Charlie too, right? Yeah. So she was just like, "Be quiet. I don't want you to die too." And I like that. Like, I like the grimness of they gave us a way for like him to succeed in getting her out, but still like fail at it. But he does get her out of the house. Yeah. Without his evidence also, right? right. Yeah. No evidence either. And yeah. I am surprised every single time I watch this movie that that happens still. Yeah. yeah. I just forget yeah. about it. 
Yeah, my my husband um walked in at that moment, or like he sat down for like that whole sequence, and then like he gasped when she blew into flame. It's she brutal, didn't deserve right? It. Justice. Yeah, I know she, she didn't deserve it. Yeah, justice. but like, but he was legitimately like, oh, like he had no idea that was coming, and I was like, yeah, that's. I was like, very effective. Good job, filmmakers. Yeah, and I like that. Those know me. That it was no me. I like that. She's like, a dancer, Zach. She's not a stripper. She's a dancer. Well, as Charlie says, she is a go-go dancer, not a stripper. Amy's right. the one that calls her a stripper. But oh. the, another thing that I like is that Colin Farrell, and I mean, we you said this before, it's like either he's being sexy or he's being a predator. He's very much like a cat playing with its prey in this scene yeah. mm-hmm. because he's walking back and forth and you think, oh, they're just dodging him. And I even had a thought in my brain, and I've seen this movie so many times where I was like, he would totally hear them. Yes. And he does because you see him watching them. He's such an asshole yeah. fuckboy who's laughing as he's hearing them outside screaming. And <laughs> it's it's such a turn It's so man. good. It's yeah. like, yeah. I also really like that they, they like, they presented early when McLovin's like, oh, it's like, he's not like a sparkly vampire. He's like fucking Jaws. And then like, yeah. every like, time I, he's I, about I, to I like fight, comparison. his really, eyes go yeah. really black like a shark. We see like his shark-like. final yeah. form be very shark-like. I was like, that's a really cool take on the vampire. Whenever uh, anybody compares anybody to Jaws in, in any sort of movie, it's always, uh, you got to really live up to that. Because I feel like that's such a, that's such a big statement too, right? I sure. think they, who, who the fuck said Michael Myers was the shark from Jaws? Which movie was that? We watched all of them, and we just did it. Um, um, it could have been any of them. I was thinking it, like, is, it is in one of the Halloween movies too. That sounds uh, like um, a resurrection quote. Uh, honestly, it like, is. Maybe it is. It's Buster Rhymes. Rhymes. There you go. <laughs> I got it. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I was like, that sounds really stupid. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's probably from Resurrection. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It just no shame to Busta. Words. You were paid to say that line. I know you yeah. Oh, good. Luckily, Busta. Don't be grudge of paycheck. Yeah. Not in this yeah. one. Um, but I think whole, it worked here, right? Like, I do think it, that works here. It does, and mm-hmm. it's 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 again. He's like so aggressive in his sort of vampire style, and and yeah. his like zero fucks given that yeah. he can you know a sh- like a shark a shark just goes out and does whatever because it's their nature yeah. this is his nature just to go out and do whatever yeah. um and it makes it just that much more dangerous um i don't know he was because they didn't do a lot of creative stuff with him right like it's really hard to do new stuff with vampires and like create it is yeah vampire lore so they they do stick to the vampire lore they just i don't know the jaws and the you know well what and I like was... oh go ahead ian well i was gonna say they they like they stick to it, but then like when they're, I mean, my my favorite was the car crash. And when he comes mm-hmm. out with that big Buffy looking cross and it does affect him, but not that much. Cause yeah, yeah. he just grabs it and his hand yeah. does catch on fire, yeah, but he's like, whatever, yeah. fuck you. Yeah. I think it looks so cool. See, yeah. and it's cooler than Spike too. He grabs it. Spike like, he's like... <laughs> that's true. You want to talk about a pansy? Let's talk about the spike. No, um, I actually really like that moment. It's really good. <laughs> I was say, it's like a really good moment. No, I know. Mike, no, I famously using the... Spike a faggot. <laughs> that's that's where I was Can going. I was just about to correct you and say slurs. Oh, I know, I know. Um, what I do think they do knew though was that like there's like this sort of tribalism thing. Like, I like the I like this form of vampire where like he just has to bite them really to turn them. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming. Like, did we, we don't see really that ever see him. We didn't What's see that? that, did we? We didn't see that process, did we? Of, of... The only time we really see, like, exchanging of fluids is in the nightclub scene yeah. where he he pricks his finger and he puts it on his lips to kiss mm. Amy. But it's not really, like, to me, I don't really connect that, like, that's the process because everything else we've seen up to that point and then afterwards, like, it's like Dave Franco, we never see... Uh, drink his blood we just assume so Franco it's almost gets his head ripped off but he shows up as a vampire later well if that is it then it's almost like infection you know yeah um, okay i mean that would make sense with uh southern book club's god also yeah if that's yeah. really you know and i mean it tracks because then they're all fine at the end like well the vampires that weren't the ones that were like dusted are terrible terrible if that's the if that's the rule that the ones that I mean... died really <laughs> But it was only because he had the stake blessed by St. Michael, which I was like, okay, we're getting a little too Jesus-y for me. But like, 
yeah like that was why i think yeah oh i we we should probably i mean i thought that was really badass that he lit himself on fire and no, like, like attached that. himself to it colin farrell i was like all right all right Anton. I, I mean like i think all the action scenes are done really well too mm-hmm, like yeah. i just they're like good action scenes yeah i don't and i don't think any of the story is really that bad either though you know like yeah, whenever no, they no. have a uh, little lulls of dialogue um where there's not a whole lot of action it's still driving the plot forward like it, it's they don't ever not talk about something that's not supposed to be mm-hmm. like everything is supposed right. to be happening at this moment yeah. i think it's just it's just a little too long for me i don't know i agree i was like making notes when i was watching it last night and i remember being really high on it the first time i watched it but then last mm-hmm. night i was like there got to a point where i was just like and now they're doing this and now they're doing this and like just to yeah. kind of like keep my brain active and i was like Oh, once Tony Collette disappears, it just kind of becomes. They should have like, given, like, given Tony Collette, like, she should have been infected, like, in the hospital. And, oh. and they, you know, climbing up walls and shit. They should have been some cool. Shit with her. Yeah. That's uh, very, like, when Blade is reunited with his mother. I was going to say, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff. Blade is so fucking cool. Have you guys covered Blade? We have not. No. Okay. I'm always, I'm always. Vampires. I. I always have it in the back of my head for uh, to cover on Slayer Fest, just because it's Marvel a bit. But we could—I would love to cover Blade. I don't. I did Dracula two thousand two though? Oh. Like that's a really good one. Um, you know, the editor that forever. The editor of the first three screams directed that. It's just weird. This has such a stacked cast. I don't know who I would say is like the best one of the movie because I do feel like Anton Yelchin's really good, David Tennant's really good, Tony Collette's really good, Colin Farrell's like they're all that's Colin really Farrell. Good. It is Colin Farrell. But I think they're all like I don't think anyone is like the weak. Like I don't think any of them are weak actors. I don't think they have a weak yeah. point. Uh, yeah, no, like I, anybody I who is the weak point feels like a, a lesser character anyway, and we don't get a whole lot of screen time with them because I would I, I I could see McLovin being a weaker character had they had him in it a little bit longer. But he's like you know? not, so it's like mm-hmm. fine. Um, even yeah. I said this to Zach when I saw this movie, I remember saying the woman who Ginger has like assistant slash girlfriend yeah i i was like i remember after i saw it i was like oh she's doing sofia vergara drag like blah 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 she is sofia vergara's sister sandra vergara <laughs> oh well there we go that's it's how their very household much... sounded growing up Ian. <laughs> yes it is it it's is. very much uh james marster's being hired for house on haunted hill to do spike <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah i remember being like oh she's just trying to be sofia and then it's like oh nope like you just said zach that's probably just how they talked in their house like, yes yeah. <laughs> um yeah that's i think those are my only notes um well wait, wait so i do want to know we said a lot were our favorite a lot of scenes were our favorite scenes mm-hmm. what actually was your favorite scene zach the uh favorite and most thrilling are different right because i really like them him going through the house and rescuing the girl from the basement i really like that i think it's the most thrilling but i love seeing tony collette do some action so yeah it's like a mix between those two. It's like half and half. Yeah. Mike? By the way, we didn't mention uh, the guy that's accidentally rear-ends them. Yeah. And he kills him is Chris Sarandon, who played the original Jerry yeah. in the original, the original yeah. Fright Night. Just such They're a nerds. Touch. We we yeah. referenced it. That's a good one. <laughs> that's a, it's a real good touch. Yeah. And I, I do think that is, because that Excuse that him. is like cool to be like, do you want to come back for this like remake 20 years yeah. later and just like yeah. get fucking killed? Like, yeah, I would love yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was my favorite scene? Um, I I mean, I don't know. Is it basic to say that I, I really I was really blown away by the rotating camera car sequence? I think mm-hmm. that's when I really like, well, I don't know. I really like the beer scene too. That beer scene is so like that's such a hard thing to pull off. And like I'd be curious really to know, well like, done. I think I'd be really curious to see how it played for an audience, honestly, um, because, like, we have such short attention spans now. And, like, it, it's, like, it's very effective. I, I want to say it's the beer scene for me. Okay. Yeah. I will say, as someone who saw it in the theater, that I do remember, you know, a lot of movies like this, where, like, I agree with Zach. I don't know that it's scary, but it's very thrilling. But especially yeah. the first watch, it was very thrilling. Like, yeah. That scene, and I remember the car chase scene because I was positive the mom or the girlfriend, like one of them. Was oh, I, I was. I thought Tony Collette was dead. Like she yeah. was so the I. character that should have died. You know, like when I was watching it in theaters, I remember being so worried because, like, 
especially back, like we said, especially back then, moms in movies would just be like, oh, my son's being silly and then like let the monster in or whatever. Like I kept waiting to have that moment where she trusts him and not her son and then gets fucking killed. Um, Yeah, yeah, I think I really liked that. I don't know. All of that was very, so that was really familiar for me. I think my favorite scene though is that long, I would say starting with the fucking house where she trusts her son's instinct and tells Jerry to go call the authorities. And then she sees him walking with the shovel and like their house gets blown up. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they the have way like that a guy he does it explosion. makes it like really exciting too, right? Like yes, you're watching he's... him and we are watching him in the yard fuck with some gas stuff. And we all know, I don't know what he's doing, but I'm like, I know we don't fuck with gas stuff. We well, don't it's do also that. Like his setup is he's a construction worker. Right. And like, yeah. maybe he is, maybe he's not, but then it just like it, he's smart and like, it's well-written enough that like, I believe everything that's happening. Yeah. And it, it's great. It's great. It's so Yeah. Good. I, cause I, 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 that's how I feel about that scene, Zach. Like, that's why for me, even the house stuff is really fucking good. Cause like, they're just watching him, but like, also, I wouldn't know what the fuck he was doing either, right? I love that she says it, dude. What the hell is he doing in my yard? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, going from that to like the car, and then the house is blowing up and they're driving away, and then the like motorcycle crashing through the bat, like, all of that, I can remember just being like, this is so good. Like, I remember watching the theater and being like, this is so fucking good. Yeah. Um, and it's just, I, I like that it, I, I know that you don't like her passing out, but I like that it ends with her saving her son. Like, that's very important to me that's fair. that the mom isn't completely useless. So I'm like, I love that it's like, oh, you think they were about to run away, but nope, she's back and she's got her fucking yeah. realtor sign and stabbing him. And that's how she saves her son. Um, I just, it's. It's really good, but I yeah. do I do think that beer scene is very thrilling and something you don't see because it is, you're right, Mike, the attention span that we have, yeah. that's kind of longer and there's not actually anything happening. It's all like real, like realizing stuff. Like he's realizing, oh, look, he hasn't come through the, into the house. Well, and then also Colin's just like, like he's got his arm up and he's like, yeah. oh, you know, like that girlfriend of yours is ripe and like that mother of yours, she's- That's like, all trailer like, shit, dude. I can like as intense but it's just those like, lines are, they were in the trailer so, also. Like, it's like, it's weirdly like, it's hot. It's scary. Yeah. It's like, I'm turned on. I'm scared. You should be disgusted. Hold me, call it. Yeah. <laughs> there we are it. again. There we it's are again. Me throwing myself at <laughs> Vampire Colin Farrell. All right. Because, like, right? Like, and the thing is, Colin Farrell is so good in this role because he's still, like, playing it the same way he's delivered every line, but it's scarier. And then he's, yeah. like, weirdly talking about his fucking mom, right? And, like... Yeah. He's just scared, but he's like Anton Yelchin's Charlie is just scared, but trying to like get through the the like moment and just give him the beer and get him the fuck away from him. Yeah. And I like I, I think having both those actors who are very good like helps make the scene work. Yes, a thousand percent. Like the acting really elevates. I think already great, good material yeah. and like makes it even better. Yeah. Because yeah. also then I do like the scene with the, with the dancer. I love that it ends with her exploding. Like it's so fucking brutal. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. And then like I touched on kind of brief, like the nightclub scene when they get pulled apart. I mean, all of it. And it all has like a common thread too. Like there is no safety. There's no safety for the, yeah. for the, for the dancer. Um, there's no safety when he's in his house and he has his mom there. And usually when you have your adult there, you're supposed to be fine. You're right, supposed to be safe. Right. Um, nightclub surrounded by people should have been right. completely all good. Yeah. You know, there is no yeah. safety in the movie. And I think that's what yeah. you know, makes it real dangerous. Um, but it's a good movie. Good picky yeah. and good job. Thanks. thanks. Great movie. <laughs> okay. So for a final question, I, I, I do have a question for both of y'all. Um, who out of all the actors could be actress, actor, anybody. Um, who do you want to see play a vampire? A baddie? Of like people that were in the movie, anybody, anybody, anybody. Um, hmm. let's try to sit Buffy out for this one just once. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> should have prepped everybody with this. Question. Yeah, should have. I can't think of we shit. We don't do I'm this like... on the late show. <laughs> um. Looking around at all of his stars. Mike's, all Mike's doing the thing. I'm looking around. I'm looking around. I'm like, help me, Michelle Pfeiffer. Help me. Susan Sarandon has Michelle played Pfeiffer a Michelle Pfeiffer would have been a really good one. I think. Michelle Pfeiffer, yeah. yeah. Um, Susan Sarandon, actually, coincidentally, 
Chris Sarandon and Susan Sarandon have both played vampires. So. Has Henry think... Cavill played a vampire? I'd like to see Henry Cavill as a vampire. Tom yeah, Hardy. Let's... That's why I'm going with Tom Ooh. Hardy. I want to see Jake Gyllenhaal play a vampire. All right. Well, since we're going with just hot guys, we'd want to fuck and we'll <laughs> fuck them more as vampires. Chris Evans. Okay. There you go. Oh, yeah. Fright Night 3, baby. <laughs> there you go. No, we're retconning too. This is Fright Night 2. Okay. Friday too. Jay Gyllenhaal bait, bites Mike. Chris Evans bites me. Tom Hardy bites you. Movie over in twenty minutes because we just give in. <laughs> We're the brides of the bro- sister husbands, brother yeah. husbands. Yeah, yeah. That that'd works. be cute for us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a big sister wives kick right now, so it's just the only thing going through my mind. I can never be fond of you, Mike. Oh, yeah. um, you can find me at uh, Michael Ryan P while Twitter still exists and on Instagram. And yeah. uh, you can also check out my professional career on MikePattersonEdits.com. All righty, <laughs> oh. everybody. Thank you so much for watching. Catch our next episode. I don't know when it's going to be, what it's going to be, but it'll be out sometime at some point. So thank you so much for watching and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>